I'm Benjamin Wong, and you're listening to Kid CEO. On this episode, we're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, and more importantly, the tragedies they caused it. What happened, and how will this affect us for centuries and decades to come? Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Kid CEO. I'm sure by now you've all heard of the Black Lives Matter movement and what caused the uproar. Here on Kid CEO, we always try to stay as positive as possible, so it was quite a difficult decision to decide to talk about a killing. But at the end of the day, we have to look at it as a positive and that those events are causing well-needed police reform and hopefully preventing future tragedies. So first, we'll look at exactly what happened. And don't worry, I'll make sure to leave it rated G. On May 25th, 2020, George Floyd, a 46-year-old and African-American man, was killed by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, who was white. Chauvin knelt on Floyd's neck, even though he repeatedly screamed out that he could not breathe. Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and even more recently, Ahmed Arbery. When will this stop? When will we realize that black men are equal to any, any of us? How is it that over 244 years ago, our founding fathers wrote that all men should be created equal. And here we are, mourning yet another death. This is America, the American dream, the country that others thrive to be and look up to. How can we say that we are the number one example country in the world when inhumane acts like these still occur almost as if it's every day? And yes, I understand that if a man is holding a gun up to you, it's okay to shoot. But George Floyd was unarmed. I understand that if it's an unarmed serial killer, it's okay to shoot. Floyd was killed over $20. So to Derek Chauvin, the police officer who killed Floyd, don't you have some sort of decency? Floyd was a father, a husband, a son, a brother, but above, but above all that, he was simply a man, and a man who should have been treated with the same respect that you would treat a white man, or Asian, or Latino. How long until we can close our eyes and open them to a world that doesn't see skin color as a weapon? How long until we can see people for who they are, rather than where they came from? You don't need a master's degree, high school diploma, heck, even a kindergarten education to realize that a person is a person. It's such a simple concept, and genuinely, I don't understand why Chavin did not realize that. And lastly, with everything going on, coronavirus, the crisis in Yemen, why did he feel that it was right for him to add to the pain and suffering 
So now I wanted to address J. Alexander Young, Thomas Lane, and Tu Thao. For those of you who don't know, these were the other officers who participated in the killing, but were just not held as accountable as Chauvin. So yes, I understand that if Chauvin's moral compass was dis disoriented, then okay, one person. But it is all of your duty as a human being to stand up for the man on the ground being murdered over $20. I'm confused as to how four people were so severely unable to present some sort of empathy. They teach you that in school, if you witness bullying and do nothing, you're just as guilty as a bully. And this is exactly what happened here. But I just want to make something clear. Just because the actions of these four police officers were so utterly evil, that does not make the rest of the Minneapolis Police Department so bad. I don't know if you all saw this, but the chief of Minneapolis PD was at a protest and spoke to Floyd's brother via CNN. Chief Arredondo made sure to take off his hat whenever he spoke to them and promised liberty and justice to his brother. He showed the utmost respect and what it means to be a decent human being, unlike Chavin or Thao or Kyung. So please, please do not blame the chief and do not blame the entire department for something four of them did. The entire Floyd incident was captured on camera by a witness, and the hatred and evil shown in the video fed fuel to fire, causing the situation to blow up. Protests and demonstrations all across the U.S. in over 2,000 cities, from Los Angeles to Atlanta to Minneapolis, erupted to show support for black lives in America, and to persuade legislators to sign into law much, much more restrictive and needed police reform. The protests are for the most part peaceful. The, where the controversy happens was that many non-peaceful protesters took unethical advantage of the situation. And I always say to take advantage of the opportunity, but these is an incredibly wrong way to interpret that. And so these looters decided to loot, to break into stores and steal from them, which ultimately made the entire movement look terrible. So to all the looters, go home. I'm incredibly afraid that those looters and unpeaceful protesters or riots will discredit all the work that the Black Lives Matter movement has already done. Don't let the sacrifice of George or Breonna Taylor or Arbery go to waste. And remember that those are only the high-profile cases. There are thousands of others that just weren't captured on camera, and they need justice as much as they do. In this episode, I've talked a lot about the BLM movement, and I'm sure all of you would like to know what other kids think about it. Because of this, Kids Podcast Company, our new podcast network, is launching Fireflies, seeking to give kids the platform to speak out. Each episode features a new kid guest host and two, obviously, kid debaters. The very first episode premieres on July 1st and talks about, you guessed it, 
the Black Lives Matter movement. Noah Golder, who has previously appeared on the show, is one of the first guest hosts, and I've listened to some of the episodes, and they're incredible. And I'm not just saying that because I know them. I invited Noah on to talk about the show and the first couple episodes. Hey guys, Noah Golder here. In Fireflies, we bring on two kid debaters to voice their opinions on pressing issues in our world. Sometimes we have a specific prompt. For instance, does the Black Lives Matter movement do more good than harm? And the debaters take directly opposing viewpoints. Other times, we have a more broad topic, such as distance learning, where we ask questions like, why is education so important to society? And how can we find a balance between public health and education as we reopen schools? Sometimes the debates get pretty heated, and I am genuinely proud of the work we've put in. I'm really excited for you guys to check the podcast out. Thanks, Noah. We've talked a lot about the Black Lives Matter movement today, and I'm sure you're all very interested in how you can get involved. Well, there are many petitions that you can sign online for free that can really help make a difference. Also, simply showing your support on social media it can go a long way. I know this episode wasn't as positive as the others, but I just felt it was so necessary to address what was going on in the world. So let me know how you're getting involved, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Kid CEO is ready for you to listen every Sunday at 7 a.m. with a new and exciting idea. To stay up to date with all things Kid CEO, subscribe and follow our Instagram page at Kid CEO Podcast. This is Benjamin Wong signing off. Have a productive and innovative week.